What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Ride in the Pine. Jack Ride and I are back with you all today, and as always, we've got another tremendous episode in store for everyone at home, but before I get into all of that, let's take a little dive into the last episode. I was joined by a great guest from the minor league baseball world, current minor leaguer for the Greenville Drive, playing in the Boston Red Sox organization, Brandon Chalucci. Brandon and I get into his career starting out in college at Tulane, and what made him want to ultimately forego his final two years at Tulane to enter the MLB draft early what it was like for him playing for the Greenville Drive last year as well as this year, and how he compared the two years to each other and so much more. So if you want to hear about Brendan's career in baseball, go check out episode 250 and all 250 shows that are out now on all podcast platforms. Now, getting into today, we'll be joined by a great guest hailing from the college basketball world, current University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee men's basketball player, Jello Stewart. Jello and I get into his career starting out at not just one, but two JUCO schools, and what it was like for him playing at two separate JUCO schools, his time at Seattle University, and what it was like transferring in the midst of COVID, his upcoming season with the Panthers, and what it's been like this past summer working with a new team and so much more. So if you want to hear about Jello's career, as well as his journey to UWM, don't go anywhere, everyone, because here comes Jello Stewart. So with that, folks, let's make our way into our show for today. So as always, be sure to find your favorite seat here on the bench with me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And I'm here with current men's basketball player at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Jello Stewart. Jello, great to get you on the show today, my friend. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you taking a little time because I know that school's just fired up for you guys, and I'm sure that you've got that, hoops, everything else in between. What's it been like just getting on a campus and kind of getting back into the, the routine of school and sports? Yeah, I mean, you said just getting getting back into a rhythm academically. I mean, classes just started a few days ago. Um, you know, we started workouts and stuff like that again, uh, fall workouts. So, you know, just getting in a, into a swing of things and getting acclimated and uh, new campus, um, you know, new teammates and, and things like that. So uh, it, it's been really it's been really cool. So I'm, I'm really happy to, to get going. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I know that. And we'll get into it a little bit more as we go along. But I know this is this is your first year at UWM. So what's it been like just getting acclimated with the team, getting to know the guys and whatnot? Then did you were you around campus much this past summer with them at all? Yeah, yeah. So um, I I got here June 20th um, for for summer workouts. Um, I actually I worked out for about two or three weeks and I got I had surgery on my foot. So I actually recovered all summer. Uh, but I was still here. I was still at, at workouts, like, you know, locked in with my teammates and things like that, uh, rehabbing and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think we have a really, really special group. Um, we have a lot of, a lot of new guys. Um, I believe we have 13 new, new guys, uh, this year, all from different places and, and, and schools and things like that. So, uh, it's been really cool to, to gel with them and, and, you know, sort of build chemistry, you know, on and off the floor. Um, we've done a bunch of stuff off the court, which is really cool, which I think really helps, you know, build chemistry on the court and things like that. Um, and, you know, now that we're in school, like guys have some of the same classes and, you know, we're all just helping each other out, you know, we're a unit. So it's been really cool, you know, getting acclimated with each other. 
Well, I think it's really nice that it's not just you. That's the only, only new guy, right? I mean, you got 13 other <laughs> of you. So that's, that's probably nice. You have something to bond over and connect. Hey, you're new. I'm new too. Uh, so that's, I think, and again, on top of it, especially with just how the last few years have been with COVID and whatnot, and, you know, not being able to be around teammates as much off the court. I'm sure that's such a, a warm welcome for everybody. Just being able to, Hey, if we want to go bowling or go to the movies or go down to Pfizer form and watch the bucks play, whatever it might be, we yeah. can go and do it and not have to worry about it. But I want to get into your career and kind of work our way into where you are today. I know you started out at Mineral Area College and then you made the move over to Hutchinson Community College, but we'll start with Mineral Area. What made you uh, land at Mineral Area? What was it that, that, that drew you to that school? Um, so I actually, my recruitment was, was, was a little late. Um, and uh, I knew that I would probably have to go the JUCO route. Um, so, you know, one of my biggest things was um, the academic proponent. Like I thought that was extremely important. And, um, you know, when I reached out to, like, I actually reached out to Mineral Area. They didn't necessarily recruit me. I, I reached out. I was sending my film to a bunch of spots. And, um, you know, it was a really great, uh, you know, when I spoke to Coach Luke Strady on the phone, it was, it was a really great fit. Academically, I was able to, you know, do the things I wanted to do. And, you know, it, it aligned with what I wanted. And, um, you know, I thought that they were great. They had some really good talent coming in. Um, so I just thought it was a really good fit, both academically and, you know, for basketball. And, um, you know, when I got there, uh, I wasn't, again, I wasn't recruited, uh, per se, like, you know, I, I sort of like sent down my film and things like that. So, uh, when I got there, I wasn't like expected to be, you know, the guy on the team. I was just, you know, expected to just do play my role and um you know fortunate fortunately enough like after two or three games I was I was a starter for the rest of the year and you know I was able to have a, a really successful year now when you were in the in the midst of your your recruitment and like you said it was a little bit later that the recruitment came about for you had you thought at all about maybe going the post-grad route because I feel like that's kind of one of those forks in the road that guys make where it's like I'm gonna go either go juco or post-grad had you wavered about that at all or had you made your mind up that you were gonna go the juco route yeah I wanted to get into college yeah I was uh that's what I wanted to do um I feel like there's a lot of post-grad like there's a million post-grad schools and uh you know i i took i actually took a gap year after high school so you know i, I knew the i knew you know a bunch of my friends went to post-grad schools and things like that and i'm familiar with it but i i really wanted to to get into college you know and sort of get going so I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Uh, I have had many people that say the JUCO is the way to go. Postgrad is the way to go. Me personally, I was in the same boat as you just wanted to get high school over with just <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to do another year of it. I'll do a fifth year of college. I'll, I'll gladly do a fifth year oh, of yeah, college. Most, hey, most definitely. Fifth year of high school. Nope. Not doing a fifth year of high school. <laughs> we'll, will not do it. I yeah. will not do it. No, thank you. Um, but I know that. And then after mineral area, you jump over to Hutchinson and I'm curious to hear what that process was like for you transferring wise and whatnot, and then just getting reacclimated to a new group. And then also what led you to go to Hutchinson? I mean, what made you want to transfer? Yeah. So actually before, before Hutchinson, I, like I, um, I was at mineral area my freshman year and I was already a qualifier and I was recruited by, um, a lot of division one schools, but it was but then COVID hit. Um, so I actually transferred to Seattle university after, after, um, mineral area. And I was there for my COVID year. 
Um, things just weren't, didn't work out. I wasn't able to take any visits. I had like 20 zoom meetings and as you, I mean, it, it was very, uh, it was a stressful time because I mean, like you don't ever get a sense of like a campus or, you know, I never got to meet my coaches and, and sit down with them. There was like, it was like PowerPoint presentations and I had literally, I was, I was doing those every single day after the postseason. Um, you know, with my family and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I never necessarily got like a really good gist of, you know, a place. So like picking Seattle University was sort of, you know, a shot in the dark because I mean, I, I, I didn't get a feel for the place. Um, I loved Seattle. It was a, it's a great academic school um, and we were successful as a team. It just wasn't necessarily a fit for me. Um, and then from there, when I uh, went into the transfer portal, I was recruited by other, a few other schools, uh, division one schools. But again, I, I didn't want to go to a school that I didn't love. Um, so I, you know, it was a tough decision, but like, because I had my COVID year, I decided to, to go back because technically I was a sophomore. So I, I went back to go and, and Hutch for me, that was a no brainer. Um, I think they're, you know, they're, they're, extremely successful um you know they 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 revere it as you know the like that's like sec juco basketball that conference is is incredible uh the jayhawk conference in kansas and you know i wanted to play against the best competition possible because you know i wanted to play at the highest level and uh you know that's why i decided to go to to hutch I got to say, my friend, uh, hats off to you for being able to adapt to all these different it's schools, team. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how, how do you, uh, when you're de- dealing with all this, right? Again, you're going from mineral area, Seattle, then Hutchinson. I mean, how are you like just staying mentally focused and just mentally basically together? Yeah, yeah. Because like you said, like, and then on top of it, you've got a, a, a pandemic you're dealing with. So that had to have been, like you said, a very stressful time for you. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't lie. It was tough. And I mean, you know, I'm a big proponent, like, you know, I'm a big part, like I, I believe in, you know, ment- the, the importance of mental health and uh, I, you know, I, it was a struggle, you know, especially going from a point like, you know, when I was at mineral area, um, I was an all American. I was the player of the year. I went to Seattle. Things didn't necessarily work in my favor. And uh, I lost a lot of confidence in my game. Um, so, you know, going, going to Hutch was a huge adjustment for me because it was just like, it's almost like I had to start over again. And, um, you know, thankfully I have a a really good support system behind me and, you know, I was able to get back into a rhythm and, you know, I'm really grateful that, you know, I was able to make that move. And I mean, again, like one thing that always pushes me, regardless of how things go, is just like, I, I love basketball. I wouldn't know what to do. If, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't hold the basketball. And I mean, for me, that's the thing that pushes me the most. It's just like, you know, I, I put so much work into this game. I think, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, you know, things will pan out if you put in the work and, you know, I, I, you know, I always work, you know, that's my, that's my, that's my motto. So, you know, I'm really fortunate that I did make the move to Hutch and, you know, things, you know, I was successful. We had a successful year and you know individually i did really well as well so i'm really i'm really grateful for that so after going through the 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 juco route and going in that direction is that something that you would suggest to others or or is that something that you would you know let others know and say hey listen because i I, you and i were were chatting a little bit off air about it how 
I personally feel that Juco kind of gets a terrible rap for no reason. I think that there's this weird like cloud or whatever that hovers around it, that people are very turned off by it. And I, again, I've, I've had many people come on this show and I've never had one person speak ill of it. So I would love to hear kind of your, your input of it. And, and then also just, if this is something that you would suggest others to do. Absolutely. Um, Juco, I think Juco is more, it, it helps you. And it's not just a, a, something that helps you with basketball. I think it helps prepare you for life. You know, Juco is not an easy, easy task to take on, you know, li- you know, sometimes <clears throat> a Juco may not be financially there. Like, you know, it's, it's a grind, but everyone I know, um, and we have a few Juco guys on the team. Um, we all appreciate the fact that we all were Juco guys. Cause I mean, it's it, like nothing comes easy in Juco, you know, like it, it is a, a grind to get recruited. It's a grind. Like, you know, like the op, the objective is to win, you know, if you're not winning, then, you know, your recruitment may not go in the direction you want. Um, you know, I, there's not a lot of Juco's and, you know, beautiful places. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, we don't have a Juco in Pasadena, California or whatever. But I mean, again, I, 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 I always would recommend um, someone who, who is really serious about, about this game to, to go Juco. Um, I think it's, it's a great opportunity to get better. Um, to really hone in on, on, on your skill set. And um, you're playing against extremely talented individuals as well. Like, you know, a, another misconception is that you go Juco and it's just like, oh, you're taking a step down. We had a bunch of Division One transfers in my conference. Uh, one team specifically had like five or six Division One transfers. Um, you have guys committed to power fives in our conference. I mean, it is, it is, it is high level basketball. And, you know, for, for someone who, who, who thinks that Juco is easy, you know, it's, that's, that's not the case at all. It's a, it's a grind, but uh, it, it, 100% it is worth it, you know, and I'm so glad that I'm, I'm, that I was able to go through it and I would absolutely recommend it to anyone who's, who's really serious about, you know, getting to the next level. And I think the aspect of it being such a grind, it prepares you when you're going to the division one level and, you know, you've got two or three workouts a day, you've got an individual at noon, you've got a team practice at four, whatever it's yeah. getting you ready for that. Because I think that's another thing you hear a lot of these guys that are highly recruited out of high school and it takes them a year or two to get adjusted. And it's because it's almost like a shell shock. They don't know how to, and again, they're away from home. They're away from mom and dad. They're on their own. And that's a whole other thing, right? I mean, that's people always look at what's going on on the court, on the field, but at the end of the day, y'all are students, student athletes, yeah. right? You, you know, you're people and, and you've got other things going on in your life. And I think that's another thing that kind of gets lost in the mix, but I know that it obviously was a great decision for you because you landed where you are today, UWM. What led you to UWM? How'd you find it? I mean, how that kind of all come about? Uh, it's, 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 it's a really funny story because UWM was, was not on my radar at all. Um, you know, I, I pretty much had my visits set up uh, to schools. I already took two or three by the time UWM came into the equation. Um, but my assistant here, uh, Coach Jake, I played against him. He, he's a new coach here as well. I played against him and uh, this year in Juco. 
and we battled it out. Like, you know, Dodge City, he coached Dodge City and Dodge City and Hutch were one and two in the conference all year. And, uh, you know, we were both nationally ranked and we both made it into the to national tournament. So, you know, I saw I, I battled against Coach Jake a few times. And, um, you know, after the season, I want to say a month or a month, a month or so after the season, um, you know, he called me. He told me he got the, the job and I was just like, oh, well, you know, congrats. You know, I sort of have, you know, I'm pretty situated. And uh, but I, I respect him so much as a as a competitor. Um, you know, he told me one of one of the got one of my teammates now I played against. Um, so that was also really enticing because I know BJ, he's he's a dog. And, um, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, I want to talk to my parents. And, you know, after a while, I was like, you know, what, I, I, I'm really interested in taking the visit. So what ended up happening was, you know, I took the visit really quickly. I was able to get it before I took my other visits. And when I got here, I like you, we all, people always talk about that feeling you get when you when you get on a campus and you, around a staff. And <clears throat> I had it immediately. You know, I, I was I couldn't wait to, to talk with my parents like I was ready to commit. I actually committed the day after. I got, um, I left, but I was so, uh, I was so ready to commit on the visit, like, you know, at my exit meeting with coach Lundy, but I just, I definitely wanted to just sort of sleep on it, talk with my parents and my family and things like that. But, um, I, I believed in the, the guys that are, that were being brought in. Um, I believed in the coaching staff and everything that they preached and, 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 you know, what their belief system was and, you know, I was unaware of how great of a city Milwaukee was. And I mean, this place, I think it's a really special place. I think it's a hidden gem. You know, I tell my friends back home, I'm like, this place is, 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 is legit. Like this place is really cool. And also just, you know, the, the history behind UWM, I mean, coach Pearl and his run, his NCAA run is, is, is incredible. Um, you know, the arena that we play in is one of the most historical buildings in, in basketball. Um, you know, I think there's just a lot of things about this place that was, it was just so difficult to say no, you know, and, um, you know, that's what led me here. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that I made the decision. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you how Milwaukee is such a cool city. I'm, I'm actually from D.C. originally, and it's a very, 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 very long story how we get here. But I'm a massive I'm a massive Bucks fan. I'm a massive Brewers fan, huge Packers fan, huge Badgers fan. I've literally been that since I was like, I don't know, five or six. Uh, no, a little bit older, like seven or eight. And for people at home that are listening that know me, they probably can uh, agree to this. That They've seen me wear blue and yellow, green and yellow, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, green and beige back when it was the Barney colors purple and green for the bucks for many many years um and so I, I i can definitely agree with you that milwaukee is such a cool city people do not give it any credit i think it's almost like in the shadow of chicago and i don't think it should be in the shadow of chicago because oh, no, not at all yeah not at all i mean there's so much you can do there's so much history in it uh and there's just and, and, and even then it's a great sports city you know people yeah. love the milwaukee bucks people love the milwaukee brewers people love uwm i mean when i went up there this past or two summers ago, I saw a lot of people with UWM stuff on. I was actually amazed at it because you're thinking, okay, well, there's University of Wisconsin. All right, you know, maybe Marquette, whatever. And then you start to see that UWM, they've, they, there's a pulse. There's a, a very much so a pulse there. Yeah, and that, that's, that's another thing that really, um, you know, 
enticed me about this place was uh I think that you know one of the things that that was really really cool that coach coach Lundy's told me is like you know this place I think this city is like it's it's so eager for for you guys to win like it's ready to just blow blow the blow the top off and I was you know I, now when I wear like UWM stuff to like Walmart you know, I've gotten stops before and I'll like talk to like, you know, locals about like, like, they're like, oh, you're on the basketball team. And it's happened a few times, like from wearing like a UWM basketball shirt. But um, it's it's an incredible sports city. And again, I don't think it gets enough credit. Um, you know, being here for, for three months now, it's just like, you know, I had no idea until I got here. Like, wow, this place is 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 really incredible. And like you said, I don't think it gets enough credit that, you know, that it deserves. So. Yeah, it definitely does it. Um, and I, but I think as time goes on, it's going to start getting its credit, uh, especially when, especially when you guys, you guys put together a couple championship banners hanging up in those, those rafters. Uh, and I, I know that is very, very much so, uh, down the road for you guys on the horizon, actually. But I want to get back into the whole transfer process that you've gone through because you've gone from one place to the next. And I'm sure that you know, as, as you've transferred to different places, maybe it's gotten easier. Maybe it's gotten more challenging. Have you felt that as you've kind of gone through from one place to the next, that it is the the process gets more challenging or does it actually become a little bit easier? Um, I would say, I would say it gets, I would say a little bit of both. I mean, I think as you go on, you get a little wiser, you know, you like, you know, okay, you know, not to make one mistake that you've made before. Um, I think you get a better gist of what you like and what you don't like, what to look for when, um, you know, what to sort of stay away from. Um, you know, this go around, I was very, very particular and very like detail oriented about, cause this is, this is it for me. This is my last spot. I want to, this is my, you know, I was, this is my home for, for the rest of my college career. And, um, you know, again, I was really particular about, you know, the things that I wanted, the things I want that, that I felt was important. And I wanted that to align with, with the coaching staff, with the, with the school that I'm at. So I was very, very particular about it. And I took my time with my decision. Um, I chose my visits very carefully and things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, as time went on, it it did get a bit easier because I knew what, what I wanted. I knew what I was looking, what I wanted to look for and things like that. Um, you know, I communicated really well with the coaches about, you know, what I want from an academic standpoint, you know, I'm, I'm looking to get my master's, you know, I want to leave here with my master's and that was really important to me. And there were some schools that could do that. And there were some schools that couldn't do that. And that was that, that helps my decision for, um, in that regard, um, you know, so there, it, it does get easier in that, you know, in that aspect, uh, but it's, it's incredibly stressful uh, <laughs> across the board because, um, you know, you're, you're going into something new, um, you know, especially like when I was getting recruited during COVID. And I mean, it was incredible. It was insanely stressful because I couldn't meet the coaches. Um, I couldn't see on campus. I couldn't be around students. Um, I couldn't, you know, be at that location. Like it was so it was it was really tough during that time, this go around was a bit easier because I, you know, I did take visits. I did, you know, get to meet the coaching staff. Like I get, I got to see the guys play. I got to meet the players and things like that. And um, so it did get easier in that from, from that one standpoint. 
Well, it's a great point you make about just, you know, you're going to be spending the next few years there, right? So as a result, that's where home is going to be essentially, or at least home away from home. And you want to be, you know, make a conscious decision and a a thoughtful one that it's like, okay, I'm comfortable here for the next few years because I don't want to have to go through this process all over again. And, And especially, I know, obviously going to see how that's probably a very unique situation with the pandemic, but still, I mean, things like that happen. And I think as a result, you know, it does in, intensify the stress in those situations, but you've landed at UWM. I'm sure that you are incredibly excited for this upcoming year. What are you most excited about just heading into the season? I'm really excited to play with these guys. Um, you know, again, like one, one thing that we, our motto is 1% every day. And I think that our goal every day is to, to just stack days and, and, and continue to get better. And I think we've done that since day one of summertime. Um, I'm really excited to play for coach Lundy. He is uh, an incredible coach. Um, We have an, we have an incredible staff. Um, You know, I I think we have an extremely special group um, and I'm ready to go to war with these guys. I think it's going to be, you know, none of us came here to, to lose, you know, that was, that was one thing that, you know, when, when I was taking my visit, um, I think that this league, the horizon league doesn't have a consistent winner. And, um, that was something that was really interesting because like, you know, usually you have leagues like, you know, like when Loyola Chicago was in the Valley, like they won that conference all the time or when Stephen F. Austin, was, like this, this conference doesn't have like a consistent winner. And I think that like, it's just up for grabs. And I just think, you know, under the, you know, with, with the right tools, I think, you know, we can, we can, we want to be that. And, and coach Lundy, I don't think, I know he wouldn't have taken this job if he didn't think so. And, you know, I wouldn't be here. Like, you know, my, my I'm a huge competitor. I want to win. And, you know, we have a bunch of guys who, who are eager to win. And, and I think that's going to be really, really fun to watch. We play a good, our system of basketball is a, is a fun system to watch. We play fast. We shoot a lot of threes. We, we play 94 feet. Um, it's just going to be a good product of basketball. And I'm really excited to get to that point. We're still working. Um, but I, again, it's, 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 uh, it's a grind every day, but it's, it's, I'm glad that I'm doing it with this group of guys. So what does your schedule look like right now? I mean, is it just, you know, maybe weights Monday, Wednesday, Friday? I mean, what, what's it look like right now? And then on top of that with school? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, our, our schedule right now. Um, so this morning we had uh, morning workouts. Uh, so like we're doing individuals right now. Um, my group this morning was at 730, but tomorrow will be at 6 a.m. So they're 45 minute workouts and they're they're tough. Um you know, dialing in and a lot of mental stuff, obviously conditioning is involved. So like really pushing, we're pushing ourselves a lot this, um, you know, this whole month of September gearing up for what we have at the end of September, which is boot camp. Um, so we have morning workouts and then like, we'll have that a few times a week, then we'll have, um, and then the other days where we don't have morning workouts, we'll have team practices, um, either in the afternoon or in the morning. Um, my class schedule is actually pretty smooth right now. I have all online classes. So I just come in uh, in the morning. I eat breakfast after if we have workouts in the morning, I eat breakfast. And then I go into study hall, knock out some schoolwork. Um, I go home for a bit. I'll eat, take a nap, maybe come back. Um, we'll have weights in the afternoon. 
Um, and weights have been tough too. They've been, we have weights every day. So weights have been pushed. We're, we've been pushing it in the weight room every day, um, which I think is really good for our guys. Um, and then after weights, um, you know, pretty much the day is the day is mine. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll get some extra shots in. I'll finish up on some homework. Uh, I'm a huge Netflix guy. So like, I will, I will binge watch some shows or I'm a big movie guy too. So like I'll, I'll watch some classics and, uh, you know, start you wake up and you do it again, you know? So that's our one thing we, we do as a team or one thing that coach Lundy says is like, we're going to, Oh, these lights are turning off. <laughs> well, we have a show first. This is wild. Lights turned out. That was pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> No, um, one thing that Coach Lundy says, and I mean, like we, it's been evident since summertime is we're going to get up in the morning, we're going to work extremely hard, we're going to go to sleep, and then we're going to do the same thing. We're just going to continue to stack days. It's, it's like Groundhog's Day. Like he refers to the movie a lot. So uh, that's what we've been doing. And my schedule is pretty much the same every single day. Um, so uh, it's consistent. <laughs> so... It's pretty much what my day consists of so far, my schedule. Well, you know what? I think that routine sounds great. I mean, hey, you've got a nice routine. It's consistent. Like you said, it's every day. So it's not like you're wondering, oh my God, I forgot to be somewhere. You know where you need to be. It's oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very simple. It's I, I need to hear about this boot camp, though. I think when I've had a couple of the other guys on the show, I think they've mentioned it. Maybe not, but I have to hear what is what is entailed in this boot camp. Oh, I promise you and I, we're on the same level of understanding. I just know, like, it's, we, he doesn't, um, he hasn't really told us much. He just says it's going to be difficult and that, you know, we need to stick together. I think boot camp will mostly, can, obviously it's going to be a lot of conditioning and, and team stuff, but I think boot camp is really an opportunity for us to, like, come together as a group and, and really um, pull each other. You know, and, I, you know, we're, we're seeing it now in individuals, um, you know, just pulling each other along. You know, if, if, a, if a guy falls, we're picking him up and, 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 and we're not le- we're leaving no one behind. So I think that's what boot camp really will be. It's about a lot of mental stuff, you know, making sure that we're, we're paying attention to detail while we're tired. Um, so it's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff. And it, it's challenging. Uh, it, it will be challenging. And, uh, but in the long haul, it's going to be great because we're, we're getting in shape and, and the goal and the way we play, like we have to be in the best shape to do it. So, um, you know, as gruesome as it does sound, I'm excited. And I think we're all excited to sort of, you know, get through it together. So, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I, Hey, listen, I, I was an athlete many years ago. I know that looming feeling, that little dark cloud, that's not over yeah. top of your head, but it's following you and you, you see oh, it coming yeah. and you're like, Oh boy. Uh, I better brace for this one. Uh, so we see it coming. We see it coming. <laughs> well, at least you guys have it, see it coming. And, and on top of it, like with how you guys play, that's how you're going to have to train, right? I mean, if you're going to be up tempo shooting threes, if you're shooting threes, there's going to be long misses. You're going to have to get back on. I mean, all of that, it gets entailed into it. So if with that style of play, it's like, you know what, if you got to do it, you got to do it. But at the same time, like you said, it brings you guys together. And I think that those teams that are, 
either together the best or that they're player led programs, which I think are, are very important. Those are the most successful programs. Those are the programs that you see have a lot of success year in and year out. Um, but I'm very excited for you guys and for you to get back out on the court, my friend, before I let you go one last little question. I always leave my guests with this one. It involves kind of an epiphany or, or maybe a realization as to when you had that little aha moment and you said, you know what? I can definitely be a division one basketball player. So for you, when did that kind of go off and you said, this is not out of the realm of possibility. I can be a division one basketball player. For me, I've always been confident in my game and, and, you know, we've had a, we had a team meeting the other day and we sort of um, spoke about a lot of stuff, like an intimate team meeting. Um, I've always been really confident in my game. Um, I think that the moment where I, I, I felt that, you know, this is, this is real for me was when I was at mineral area and I was able to do it at the, at the collegiate level on a national level. Um, we were ranked, I think we finished the year ranked number six in the country. Um, you know, I, I was the player of the year in a conference that had the number two player in the country who ended up going to Florida state. Um, and it was, you know, it was that moment where I'm like, you know what, like I can, I can do this. You know, I can play with, you know, the best of the best. I think I can compete at a, a really high level. And, um, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I, I never stop working. So, I mean, you know, I think that, you know, regardless of how well I'm doing individually, or I'm always going to continue to seek, you know, what I can improve on. And, um, you know, it was, it was, <clears throat> it was my freshman year at middle area where I, 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 I really was like, you know what, I can do this. I can, I can really take this to the, to the, to the highest level. And, um, you know, for, for younger players out there, um, I, I, I would just say that, you know, as cliche as it may sound, you know, you put in the work. I think that's extremely important. Um, don't just put in the work when you're, you know, ob at, obligated at practice, or, you know, when, uh, when someone has to tell you, like, you have to have a, a desire to do this on your own, you know, when nobody's watching, because the results will, the results will be in your favor, you know, in the long run. So um, definitely my, my, my freshman year at Mineral Area. Well, you've made a lot of noise on the basketball court, my friend. I'm excited to see what you and the Panthers do this year. Thanks so much for stopping by. would love to get you back on the show and uh, good luck this year. Absolutely. I would love Thank you for having me. And I, I would, I would love to come back. And there he goes, Jello Stewart, another fantastic episode today, everyone. Thanks for joining me here on the bench. Be sure to keep following and subscribing to Ride in the Pine on Apple and Spotify, and keep following on Twitter at Ride the Pine 20, RTP all capital, Instagram at riding underscore the underscore pine underscore, and on TikTok at Ride in the Pine, all lowercase. For all of the latest updates on episodes and content to come, all 251 episodes are out now. Keep leaving those ratings and reviews. And again, folks, keep your eyes and ears open for some great guests coming down the road. We've had some awesome guests joining the show the last few weeks we're going to keep that going and also we've got some great content coming out on the show as well but once again everyone thanks so much for tuning in today and until next time on riding the pine keep on sitting the bench with me